Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A warning before you listen, this episode contains themes of an adult nature. She's the plus-sized, flute-playing, megastar queen of self-love. We hear from the world every single day why we're not good enough. The last person you need to hear it from is yourself. Lizzo, one of the biggest pop stars on the planet. And not just because of her music. The millions who stream her songs, the massive crowd that turned out for her at Glastonbury this year, were partly there for her empowering message, her frank authenticity. But could this image and success be ruined by harassment allegations, which she denies, from some of her former employees? It may seem sensationalized or just outrageous. Well, one, it's because it is outrageous. <laughs> it, we, we were shocked by all of these things that happened to us. Is this another cautionary tale of modern celebrity and misplaced idol worship? We're all left wondering whether she's real. And if she isn't real, then were all of those feelings that she made me feel real too? Was her message still authentic if she wasn't? And is this what happens to a success built online? Fame by social media and trial by social media. You're listening to Stories of Our Times from The Times and The Sunday Times. I'm Luke Jones. Today, can Lizzo survive a harassment lawsuit? I'm Megan Agnew. I'm a news features writer on The Sunday Times. Would you identify as a Lizzo fan? I listened to Lizzo music when the time was right. Such as? Running. Mm. High tempo. High tempo. Ponytail swinging. Makes you feel quite hot. Makes you feel quite busy. Makes you feel quicker than you are, I have to say. Would you go as far as to say it's empowering? I, I would say it probably is empowering. Yeah. And I watched her set at Glastonbury from my sofa at home of course and I was well into that Mm. it actually got me up off the sofa I can't lie much to the mortification of my um, housemate last week there was shock in the showbiz world three of Lizzo's former backup dancers broke cover and publicly alleged she had created a hostile work environment with claims of sexual harassment disability discrimination and assault Lizzo called these false But before we get to all that, who is she? She was born in Detroit and moved to Houston, Texas, when she was 10 years old. 
And she has spoken a lot in interviews about essentially always feeling like the outsider. So at school, when everyone was listening to rap music, she was listening to Radiohead. Mm. She said that she was a chubby child with weird teeth who made up dance routines in her room. I tried to change myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like um, dieted most of my entire life, wore girdles and shapewear to school when I was in middle school. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed of myself. Um, I worked out in the gym all the time. I didn't eat. I was obsessed with being thin. Right. Because I thought that would make me pretty. She said none of the boys fancied her. None of them wanted to fancy her. And she was kind of goofy. And I think she has carried that forward since then. Mm. So... Then in her sort of late teens, early 20s, she's bumbling between a quite weird mixture of bands. So she's rapping, she's in synth pop trios, she's doing a bit more like indie rock at some stages. All those different styles, including classical music as well. Right, so she was trained in classical music and classically played the flute, which kind of added to this quirky vibe that she had. And even though she's only become really successful, I guess, in the last few years, even in her early days, she was turning heads of of quite important people. So Prince was a fan of hers in around 2014. But she also for a long time, was struggling to break through. She broke through in her early 30s, which comparatively, (laughs) if we look back at the rest of pop history, is kind of ancient. So this wasn't an immediate success. This was years of her trying to break into an industry that was previously very well suited to super thin, quite innocent-looking weirdly sexualized but also super innocent Britney Spears types, Mm. right? And Lizzo couldn't break in until the advent of social media, which allowed artists to communicate directly to fans. Black women have been in this industry and, and, and innovating it forever. It is unfortunate that we are the ones who do suffer from the marginalization the most and the erasure the most. And I feel like if it weren't for the internet, if it weren't for social media, I could have been erased. And in doing that, prove to these record labels that they did have a valid and committed fan base that could then be monetized. And that's exactly what Lizzo did. And how did that happen? A lot of it was about going viral on TikTok. So she did these funny videos of her going back and forth on golf buggies saying bye bitch (laughs) so people loved her on tiktok they thought she was hilarious and i suspect that that was where she saw future success and i don't think that that was in an entirely cynical way but that was when she first started getting a positive reaction from large numbers of fans. And then it's in 2019 that things really take off. Um, People might remember her third album, Because I Love You, which had the hit single Juice. It was a 
feel-good self-love anthem had lyrics like mirror mirror on the wall don't say it because i know i'm cute there were lyrics like no i'm not a snack at all look baby i'm the whole damn meal that body positive message runs loud and proud for pretty much all of her work she's plus size she's loving it and fans were seemingly lapping it up Exactly. So that was when she really went mainstream and she was on the cover of Vanity Fair, on the cover of British Vogue. Hi, British Vogue. This is Lizzo. And the first thing I do after a night out is I shoot the cover of British Vogue. Because <laughs> I hung over. These were magazines that just did not put women like her on the cover in the years leading up to that, someone said that she was shameless in the actual sense of the word. She did not have shame about Mm. who she was and what she looked like. And I think people were very, very struck by that and struck by how real she felt. Mm. She also spoke about her mental health struggles and her own insecurities about her body. It's like it doesn't matter how much positive energy you put into the world, you're still going to have people who have something... something mean to say about you. It's fatphobic. And it's racist. And it's hurtful. So people felt intimate with her in a way that they might not have felt intimate with a celebrity 20 years ago when we didn't have access to them in the same way. So all of this contributes to her fans and the public feeling an extremely personal, emotional alliance with her. Like, finally somebody gets it. Finally somebody is like me. She is me. She's so real. And that is why I love her. So today she is huge. She's got 13 million followers on Instagram. She's won four Grammys. She was actually the first black female singer since Whitney Houston in 94 to win a Grammy for Record of the Year. She's worth £31 million and she lives in a whacking great big house in LA that Harry Styles used to live in. So on paper, she's got all of the pop star credentials. And we talked about her being savvy on social media, but other parts of the internet have had a big role in her rise as well. So Lizzo is also one of the only big stars to have broken out in the last, what, five to ten years? Mm. The last big ones are pre-Spotify. So Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles and One Direction, just about sneaking in before Spotify, Mm. Taylor Swift. So Lizzo, maybe Dua Lipa are probably the only two big pop stars to have happened since. And why is that important? She's got huge cultural capital because of it. Mm. She's valuable. And that also means that she is toured relentlessly by her record label. She's done 56 shows already this year. Also because of streaming, it means that there's far less money in selling records. So they have to be on the road. So the golden goose, right, of which she is, they have to work far harder 
than they ever did. So then, of course, you get these incredibly highly pressurised environments in which questionable things happen, as seems to have done on Lizzo's tour. So let's talk about those allegations then. This all centres around three dancers who published complaints against Lizzo, her her production company, and her dance captain as well. First of all, what what do we know about these dancers? So these are three of Lizzo's big girls who are plus-size dancers who join her on every performance that she does. It is absolutely part of how you picture Lizzo on stage. The 44-page document filed in an LA court had a very long list of allegations, which included racial discrimination, sexual harassment, creating a toxic work environment, not doing anything to correct a toxic work environment, and religious discrimination. It was pretty damning, because every allegation made against Lizzo last week Mm. was completely contrary to her messaging. And this is messaging about inclusivity, authenticity, being big and beautiful and bold and confident and that being completely fine. And it's completely central and essential to her fame. Mm. That is how she has sold herself. This isn't a sort of add-on to her brand. It is her brand. Let's look at the allegations specifically against Lizzo herself in that. You mentioned sexual harassment there. What are they alleging? They're alleging that after a show in Amsterdam, Lizzo took them to a bar and it was a strip club. And in that, Lizzo apparently encouraged the dancers to touch the new performers in a way that they repeatedly said they didn't want to, but she created a chant to get them to do it. There are various allegations about sex toys flying through the air and having to be caught by the dancers who were there. And then there's another serious allegation of one of the dancers being made to touch the breasts of one of the performers. So this is quite a dark insight into what I suspect Lizzo thought was a fun night out after a show. Mm. And I'm sure could be a fun night out if everyone there feels comfortable and is there by choice and doesn't feel that their career prospects or current job is at risk if they don't go along with it. Exactly, and that comes up a lot in the document, which is they felt like they didn't have a choice to do certain things because it was expected of them and if they didn't say yes, then maybe they would lose their job. And we have to remember that This is an employment issue, right? This is essentially an elevated employment tribunal. This isn't about a friend taking another friend to a strip club and making her catch a dildo. This is about a boss who has liability for her employee's well-being doing this. And in terms of the allegations that these three dancers are making, it doesn't end here. It absolutely was not the end, no. Coming up, toxic work environments and religious harassment. We'll take you into more of those shocking allegations. Plus, what does this scandal tell us about the nature of modern celebrity? 
That's in a moment. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Megan, in terms of the allegations made by these three now former dancers of Lizzo's against her... You've detailed the sexual harassment angle of this. What else is there that these dancers are alleging? One of the dancers is alleging disability discrimination. So she went to see Lizzo and the choreographer because they felt she was struggling. Hmm. She said to them that she had been suffering with anxiety, depression and a binge eating disorder. And they suggested that she took some time off work to get therapy. Yes. She took that to mean that if she took time off work, she might not return and that she felt there was a threat from them. She also alleges that they questioned her commitment to the tour. And in the legal document, it expands on this and says... In the world of dance, if you put on weight, you're seen as being lazy or uncommitted. Mm. And so this dancer took that to mean that she was putting on weight and that was a bad thing. So the allegation isn't Lizzo or someone said to her, you have put on weight, it's bad. Just by virtue of them saying, we don't think you're committed, the dancer took that as almost dancer code for you put on too much weight. Exactly, exactly. And it's difficult to know when you're not in that world how weighty that allegation is. And when you look at that document, it seems like commitment 
is something that you would need to survive in that world. There's one quite unpleasant incident alleged in that document about how taxing rehearsals were. So there was one day that the dancers were made to re-audition for the show because the choreographer and Lizzo felt like they weren't keeping up and doing a good enough job. And so they ended up doing a 12-hour day, which was so relentless that one of the dancers actually wet herself because she was worried that if she went to the bathroom, she would be fired on the spot. Hmm. There was also a meeting between the dancers and Lizzo unrelated to that incident where a dancer stood up for another one who had just been fired. This is probably the most revealing or threatening to Lizzo. So the legal documents read that Lizzo approached this dancer aggressively, yelling profanities, cracking her knuckles and bawling her fists, apparently preparing herself for an attack. Lizzo said to her, you're lucky, you're so effing lucky. She was then restrained by her security because she looked as if she was going to hit the dancer. She was then taken out and that was the last they saw of her. Gosh. So that's how the dancers have it in their allegations in this lawsuit. They also allege things against, well, the production company more widely and also against the dance captain as well. There have also been allegations of religious discrimination by the dance captain. She apparently became obsessed with one of the dancer's virginity and saying that that was the right way to go about it. She didn't believe in sex before marriage. She also, bizarrely, despite her damning views on sex before marriage, seemed to do highly sexualised things with bananas, put them in her mouth, and shared her quite embarrassing sexual fantasies with the rest of the dance crew. Now, the dancers went to complain about it and said they felt under pressure to pray before shows, they felt under pressure to not have sex before marriage or they felt judged if they had and nothing happened. So that is also the crux of them suing Lizzo, right, is that not only is Lizzo and the production company being sued for the action, but they're also being sued as an employer for their failure to correct that when they were approached in the first place. So their issue is not just with Lizzo's behaviour as they see it, but also they've got this dance captain who is seemingly both very pious but also oddly sexually explicit, and Lizzo, manager, why aren't you dealing with this workplace incident? Exactly. And the three dancers themselves actually did a bit of media and and did interviews on this. So how did that affect things? Did that fuel a backlash, if there was one? So they exactly went out and did a number of interviews in which they said, Yes, it's outrageous. Yes, all of these claims seem just outlandish, but these are our experiences and this really happened to us. You make the judgment about how severe it is, as can the judge in the county court, but all we're saying is what happened to us, which I think worked their favour, actually. Lizzo was obviously incredibly restricted in what she could come back saying. I suspect her lawyers were probably completely allergic to her making any sort of apology in case it was an acknowledgement of guilt. And as a result, she 
posted something on Instagram that was pretty defensive, which riled up the dancers even more. They said they felt gaslit, to use modern parlance. Her statement is just... um just confirming the pattern of every time somebody speaks up or advocate for themselves like we're doing now, we get victim blamed, we get gaslighted, and she likes to point the finger instead of addressing the issues that are being brought up. All they wanted was an apology. And weirdly, in, well, thinking about what we were talking about earlier, classic Lizzo style, her, her statement that she put out where she didn't apologise on Instagram. So she posted a few days after the allegations... These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticised. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous not to be addressed. These sensationalised stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behaviour on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I'm not the villain that people and the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticise or terminate an employee because of their weight. What do you make of that? Well, she obviously doesn't say sorry, which is difficult. And I think a lot of people online already feel like the damage is done. But also, if a lot of your success is built on internet success, you sort of live by the sword and die by the sword, don't you? It's a very fickle world, and as quickly as she's shot up in popularity, do you think that something like this could immediately undercut quite a chunk of that? Of course, the stakes are higher, and someone who I spoke to who's written a book on Lizzo, actually, said she is held to higher standards, and that's right. She should be held to the standards that she set out for other people, Mm. is what a large number of her fans feel. I think there are some issues there too with the way that everyone still relishes in the downfall of particularly very successful female pop stars. And we've always done it, but we've also managed to evolve the way in which we do it. I think that relish is a little bit uncomfortable because it only ends up repeating the things that she's being accused of in the first place. What happens next with all of this? I mean, these dancers have laid out these charges. Does this end in a courtroom somewhere? What happens? It depends. So this will either be settled out of court, which I suspect will involve some financial settlement, or we will see a a trial. So this is the case as laid out by these three dancers in this lawsuit. What do you make of it, having gone through all of that? What do you make of the claims in the picture that they paint? It's a picture of a highly pressurised work environment in which, as can happen in those environments, 
Work lives, personal lives all collide in a mixture of late nights, alcohol, travelling the world, not having any community around you, any family around you. They are this strange island moving city by city every other day. So I think firstly it's a comment on how unsurvivable the industry can be when you're at that level and how strange it is. I also think it's a lesson in celebrity and particularly in the celebrity of today. We delude ourselves that we know celebrities better now because we know about their mental health struggles, we know what their kitchens look like and we know what time they go to bed at night because they Mm. put it all on Instagram. But we are still seeing what is essentially a fake avatar of them. I think her fans are kind of disturbed by that because as someone who I was speaking to said, we're all left wondering whether she's real. And if she isn't real, then were all of those feelings that she made me feel real too? Was her message still authentic if she wasn't? And that is really quite unsettling and You know those boy band lyrics which are basically about how they're in love with the girl and how the girl never looks at them and we know that it's inauthentic. We know that it's been written by some bloke who's marketing the hell out of them. Yeah. There was something about Lizzo's lyrics post X Factor, post that hyper-produced band pop star era which felt like she had written them for us so it is different we always took her lyrics to be authentic so now that they might not be it's further to fall You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times with me Luke Jones and my guest feature writer on The Sunday Times, Megan Agnew You can find more of Megan's work at thetimes.co.uk or in print on Sundays. If you're a subscriber, you can read recent articles like Megan's interview with Gwyneth Paltrow's former right-hand woman or her profile on where Greta Thunberg is now at at 20 years old. The producer today was Sam Chantarasek with production assistance from Oliver Adamson. The executive producer today was Edward Drummond and sound design was by Charlie Brandon King. If you something we're not covering, which you think we should be, let us know anytime. Stories of our times at thetimes.co.uk is our email for your ideas, feedback, comments, moussaka recipes, all welcome. See you soon. <laughs>